If you hear a Teams notification during the recording of this podcast, I want you to mind your business, okay? It's a fuck a lot of haters, everybody welcome back to the podcast it is episode 20 um i'm excited to be back this week um i'm excited that you came back and joined me once again um i'm also just kind of excited in general you know i was talking to a friend yesterday and i was like you know what i'm deciding to give up again and i decided against it um so <laughs> we're back at it like a bad habit um that's really all i can say y'all um i really do just like i go back and forth okay um some days i'm like yeah i just like doing this for me and then other days i'm just like well if only my mama gonna listen to it you know i might as well just go over her house and have a conversation with her you know what i mean but anyway um what's going on you know um i'm trying to be out here in these streets you know joining organizations expanding my horizons meeting people making friends making connections things like that it's not working as well as I thought it was going to but I am making progress y'all um I joined a professional organization um you know for young black professionals and we out here doing the young black professional thing um what else did I do I am um that's really it. I'm trying to make new friends, but I think that part is hard. Like that part is very difficult because like I will get the connection and then I'm just like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? You know what I'm saying? But anyway, um, it just be what it be. And additionally, I'm trying to like develop myself as a person. You know, I think that, you know, over the last few years I have grown significantly. Like I have made you know, developments. I have bettered some things that I wanted to better about myself. There are still some parts that I am like, you know, I, I don't know, you know, but it, it is what it is. Um, I will say that I have definitely made significant advances in some of the things that I was like, I can do better. Like, you know, I think I've improved my self-esteem. I've improved like the confidence that I have in myself. I have improved like my, you know, the imposter syndrome that like, damn, like I'm really am just like not supposed to be here. Like I know what the fuck I'm doing, whether that is in my job or in podcasting or whatever the fuck else, you know, um, I take a look at people who are like in deep, like, you know, people who have like podcasts that tour or people who have like podcasts that, um, interview celebrities or politicians or whatever the case may be. And I'm just like, damn, what the fuck am I doing? where I'm, you know, just not gaining that kind of attention because I feel like I'll be talking my shit sometimes. But also I do remember that, you know, sometimes I do entirely just forget to post an episode. Like, you know what I mean? Sometimes I'm just like, you know what? I don't really give a fuck today. <laughs> and that that's not the trait of somebody who really wants to be on the straight and narrow when it comes to podcasting y'all so I have trying to I've been really working on being consistent y'all I really have like I have a schedule I have been sticking to it and I have been posting um consistently I'm still trying to figure out like what like an online brand quote-unquote is because like I don't have like a YouTube channel and I don't have like I don't have a TikTok because I, I think I made one TikTok in my entire life. And even then it was a fight for my life because like, why can't you like just remove a little bit of the clip? You know what I mean? Like, why do I have to like re-record the whole thing? You know, I'm gonna forget what I said the first time, but I digress. That is not what this week's episode was supposed to be about. Um, But yeah, that's just a little 
check in with me. Uh, if you could do me a favor this week, tell one of your friends about my podcast, like just one, somebody you really like a lot and, and think they would enjoy it. I want you to tell them about it uh, and see if they like it. See if they tell a friend. Okay. Because at this point, um, I'm really nothing without word of mouth. Okay. Um, but anyway, y'all, there's been a lot going on. One of the things that I think I have seen a lot in the media, you know, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll saw, you'll see that, that, that article I posted from the Huffington Post that talked about like, you know, weaponized, you know, therapy talk and, you know, or weaponized wellness terms, excuse me. And, you know, setting, relationships and interpersonal connections and stuff like that especially because like I have been in therapy for a while and one of the things that I'm always trying to work on is this like my relationships with my friends and when I tell you the one thing about me I'm a runner I'm a track star okay I'm gonna run when it gets high (laughs) I'm a I'm a track star y'all I'm running I'm hopping the hurdle if it's not suiting me if it's not serving me I'm out of there and that was one of the things that I had to work on long term and I was like so I started being like, well, let me start addressing these. Let me start like learning conflict resolution. Let me start like, you know, um, finding a way to uh, like address problems in relationships, especially ones that are like valuable to me, like all of those things. Right. And so one of the things that comes into play, especially for me, was boundaries. And that was a lot. Y'all, when I tell you don't teach niggas a word because they'll never stop fucking using it. Niggas learn toxic. They never stop. They haven't stopped. Uh, Niggas learn narcissists. They haven't stopped. Niggas learn boundaries. They haven't fucking stopped. So, yeah. But one of the things that I had to learn for myself was boundaries because I just kind of like I say yes to a lot of shit. I just be like, yep whatever like people can like you can I you can just request a whole bunch of things out of me you can ask a bunch of favors you can talk to me any kind of way and I usually just kind of like let it roll off my back and it's not because like you know I'm just a, a pushover but it's just because like I was so numb to like my emotions and my own feelings that I I didn't even care enough to like advocate for myself and so I feel like I you know had to learn how to utilize boundaries in order to like set the tone in my interpersonal relationships especially when it came to friends like one of the boundaries were like one of my the boundaries that I had to set for myself because you know we're gonna get into that but boundaries are for you not for other people but like a boundary that I had to utilize was like I um like if you continue to like ask for favors and ask for money, like I won't be able to show up for you in that way. Because I definitely have friends that like, you know, you 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 don't know how I'm doing. You don't know what's going on with me, but you're always asking for money. You're always asking for favors. Like, you know, I, I can't lend you any money. So like if you are to ask for it, I am going to have to decline and I'm going to have to remove myself. Or another one of the boundaries is that like if I... Um, like if, you know, I am the sole, um, you know, what is it like the sole investor in this friendship, I'm going to have to remove myself. And that was a little bit of a convoluted one because it's like, you know, what you deem participation is not necessarily what somebody else deems participation. But if I'm the only person planning, I'm the only person reaching out. I'm the only person setting things up. Like we don't communicate unless it is initiated by me. That's, I can't do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, like I have said before, I'm not Lady Gaga. I'm not your biggest fan. I will not follow you until you love me. All right. I'm going to (laughs) leave. And like I said before, at the beginning of this trip, 
podcast. I'm a runner. I'm a track star. I, I'm getting the fuck up out of here. Okay. I don't care. Like I'm leaving. So that was, those are a couple of the boundaries that I had to put in place for myself. Another one was just like, you know, if you, um, if you are unable to like, uh, handle conflict like I I'm I'm unfortunately unable to you know continue to try to resolve conflicts like you know if I come to you with if I'm like you know hey I feel this way and like and I'm just you know putting it all on myself and just telling you like how certain things made me feel and you're just like well this is confrontation I don't want to do that like I'm an adult we're all adults okay and I'm speaking for me personally. Like, if you listen to this and you're 17, doesn't apply to you. I'm an adult, okay? I am too fucking old to be sitting up here trying to beef with somebody every time it's a problem. So, like, if conflict and, like, conflict resolution always looks like, oh, we have a fight, we fall out, and then, you know, we get back up, that's not going to work for me because it's too much energy. And it's too much of the wrong kind of energy. Like, I want to put in the good kind of energy. Like, the, the, the energy that is restorative, the energy that is reparative, you know, the energy that is... Um, um, that, that builds you up, that uplifts you. You know, I want to pour into you. I want to pour into this friendship. I do not need to fall out with you and to be like, oh, let's reevaluate and then we can get back good. Okay. That's just not what it is. So those, those are definitely some of the things that I had to work on myself in therapy before I could feel like, you know what? I feel good. Like I feel firm. I feel good. I feel strong. Like I'm advocating for myself. I'm setting boundaries. I'm sticking to them because when I tell you, like when you start fucking setting boundaries for yourself, Oh, you're going to find out real quick how many people see you as the villain in their story. Like when I tell you, like when I was setting, when I was like, you know what? I'm not lending money. I'm not chasing people down and I'm not like continuing to continuing to participate in relationships where, you know, I feel that there is unreciprocated, efforts and attempts when I stopped doing all that shit baby the amount of people who were like Sierra ain't shit rose okay because they were used to the the version of me that was like you know just kind of being like yeah I'll do this I'll do this I'll do this I'll do this and just always being around always being available always you know being like yeah 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 let's do something let's do something let's do something and then just constantly getting rejected 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 until you were finally available I'm not doing that anymore like if you're if if it's always a no for you and you don't ever have anything to suggest alternatively clearly you don't want to participate and I'm not going to chase you like that that's it for me like it's not happening so those were when I tell you when I started like you know setting these and I started like really sticking staying firm to them and I started being like you know what I'm not a fan of that people were like damn like she's a bitch and I'm just like yeah you goddamn right because I am not you know, I'm, I'm not going to sit up here and be like, oh, well, um, I, I guess I'll just wait until you come around. No, if you, if it takes you that long, it ain't meant to be, babe. I don't need to be friends with everybody. And I, even the friends I got, like, if you motherfuckers want to act up, you can get cut off too. So, um, and like, for me, everything wasn't like cutting people off. Sometimes it was just like reprioritizing. Like I'm only really putting energy into the relationships that are where where it's reciprocated, where there is an even exchange, where it's mutual, because those are the most fulfilling. Like we both love each other. We both want to see each other. We both want to spend time with each other. Like those are the kind of friendships that I really want to participate in because, you know, we are able to both feel um 
you know, those things that I mentioned before, feel supported, feel uplifted, you know, feel prioritized, all those things. And I recognize, you know, let me just say this, because I recognize that everybody has a life outside of me and everybody has their own life and everybody has like the portion of their life that I'm involved in and the portion that I'm not. And I recognize that, like, if you have family things going on, you got stuff with your other friends going on. I love that for you. I respect that. And I want that for you. But like making it seem like, you know, well, I don't have to do everything with you. Like, whoa, where did that come from? Let's take, fine, do nothing with me then. You know what I mean? And not on like some petty type shit, but like if people are agitated just at the mere suggestion of you spending time with them, I don't, it might not be the best idea to try to continue to <laughs> force that relationship. That's just my opinion, okay? It's very non-professional. Also, I'm still not that far out of the phase where I used to hit motherfuckers in their mouth. So you don't have to listen to everything I say, all right? But one of the things that I will say is that like, I am, well, I, 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 I say that in jest, but I, I don't be fighting people, I don't be yelling at people, I don't be cussing out people, like none of that. And none of my friends have ever seen me behave like that. No, none of my friends have ever seen me like get into altercation with somebody and people be acting like I'm just like, I pop off at any second. And it's like, oh, I'm so sorry that I told you these stories so that I could show you how I've grown and you know, how I have changed as a person and you still want to use that to define me. That's on you. I, that ain't got nothing to do with me, but that, that's, just what it was but what the larger conversation surrounding that is of boundaries and you know what boundaries mean especially in like interpersonal relationships whether they be, be it romantic or you know with friends or with co-workers or whatever the case may be or you know whatever you know those are you have you 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 more than likely have boundaries with all these people whether like i said whether it is your coworkers or your friends or your your parents or your siblings or maybe you got some cousins or something like that maybe you got like neighbors cuz you live in like an apartment community or something like that but all of these group of people all of these groups excuse me of people you more than likely have implemented your own personal boundaries, you know, that kind of direct the relationship you have with these people. Like, for example, you live in an apartment community, your neighbors always, can I borrow something? You got this. A boundary that you could implement is that like, if, um, like if you, continue to ask for things I won't be able to provide them for you like if you continue to like if every day you come over here and ask for something like I can't give it to you that's a boundary like you can say like I I won't be able to give you this I won't be able to lend you money I won't be able to do that because it's what you are able to do you know what I'm saying the same way you know you could have a boundary with a sibling where it's just like if you speak to me disrespectfully if you raise your voice I am gonna remove myself from the situation or I am gonna have to hang up the phone or I am you know um going to have to to take a break from this conversation that's a boundary because it is about what you are willing to do or what you are willing to tolerate like the same way like you know with your parents you could be like well you know if you um call me out my name or if you uh yell at me or if you whatever the case may be like let's say you have a tumultuous relationship with your parents like I won't be in contact with you that's a boundary you know what I mean like you a boundary is not you can't do this like because and I can see how it is very easy to start there be like oh that's my boundary like you can't yell at me but the real boundary there is that like I will not be yelled at you know what I mean so I'm gonna remove myself that's that's where the real boundary is or you can be like you the boundary I can you know 
what I mean? Cause I can, I can see, you know, with, with this eye, y'all can't see the one I'm pointing to, but that eye, I can see how it can be very easy to be like, no, the boundary is don't ask me for shit. No, the boundary is I won't be able to give you anything. You know what I mean? Like I won't be able to lend you the money or I won't be able to let you borrow my car. That's the boundary because it is what it is about what you are willing to take. You know what I mean? But you know, boundaries don't necessarily mean like having boundaries doesn't mean that like you can't, you just have to say no to everything. Like if you are in a relationship where you're comfortable and you know, you, you feel supported and you feel uplifted and like you feel protected, like, you know, but the boundaries could be, you know, much lower scale. Like they could be on a much smaller scale. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you could just have boundaries about like, what your sexual relationship looks like. You could have boundaries about like what intimate conversation looks like or where you like to be touched. Like all of these things, like, you know, they don't have to be on this, this huge scale where it's just like, no, I'm not lending you money. No, you can't borrow my car. No, you can't scream at me. Like that's not always where they have to be. Boundaries just help us, you know, set limits and rules for ourselves. They are for you. You know what I mean? And I think that, you know, a lot of the times that when, especially like when uh, they were discussing, and like I said before, like if you follow me on Instagram, you read that article for the Huffington Post um, that just talked about how like, you know, it is very easy for people to just be like, all of these things that I, all of these things that I don't want you to do, those are just my boundaries. Those are just things you can't do because you feel like they shouldn't be done. And those are not boundaries, my friend. Those are rules. And the difference is, is that boundaries limit our, our, our personal behavior. You know, they govern how we act and how we react to things. Rules dictate how we believe other people should behave. And that is manipulation. Okay, so like when someone says like, you know, one of the examples in the article was Jonah Hill, you know, her, his ex-girlfriend had leaked those text messages where he was just like, oh, well, you can't like go surfing with men or like have surfing. You know what I mean? And I think the fucking article says she was a a surf instructor. Like that's the bitch's job. (laughs) You know what I mean? And saying that, like, you know, it is a boundary for me that, you know, I don't want you you know, posting swim photos and I don't want you surfing with men and I don't want you having relationships with other guys. Those are just my boundaries. That is just using weaponized wellness terms to manipulate your partner. And that is emotional abuse. Like, and the thing is, is that like, one of the things that I talked about last week when on audacity was that like, it is very audacious, you know, for men to have absolutely no ways in which they, um, modify their behavior with other women, but make all of these assumptions about how women should behave around around other men, especially in romantic relationships. Like, you know, women, we can't wear revealing clothing. We can't have male friends. We can't, you know, go out to the club with our single friends because then we're being a hoe. We can't stay out past 1 p.m. because it's not respectable. If we're a mother, you know, we can't wear anything that's scantily clad and we can't go to concerts. And, you know, we have to be on guard respectful of our man at a hundred percent of the time or you know it's 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 a crossing of boundaries but there are none of those same requirements that govern the behavior of men and it's because it is not boundaries they're manipulation they're toxic they're abusive and they are ridiculous you see what i'm saying 
especially because like I said on audacity it is very interesting that you know the the respect that women get is always contingent on whether or not like their men feel catered to you know like oh well she her man told her to cover it up and she covered up that's a respectful woman no that's not necessarily the case like you know wow because you know what I said last y'all if y'all listen to the audacity last week I'm gonna be like I can even see you know a, a partner of mine being like bitch that outfit is ugly like not being like no you need to cover up you're a little too revealed like that looks bad <laughs> and I'm like damn low-key like I'm not eating the girls up in this like no girl like it don't match it's not iron like <laughs> you know like I I can I can receive that kind of feedback but like feedback that's like you need to cover up you're a mother boy I even if I were to have a child I'm a mom and I'm a bad bitch immediately after that okay <laughs> there is no way that uh and that's because like a lot of the 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 modern or this traditional you know view of respect is still wholly contingent on whether a man views you as respectable and that's where the manipulation comes into play because often you know in in the traditional views of respect like when when you know modesty was expected and you know women were to operate at the discretion of their husband it was under that system of traditional patriarchy that women were emotionally physically and financially abused because the system of patriarchy allowed it like you know what I mean like um women would cover up not because you know well what would another man think what he would think I didn't respect my husband no it's because that woman who did not cover up would be subject to physical abuse that was allowable because she couldn't get a divorce without his consent and you know women who uh were they couldn't be financially independent either because you can't get a bank account or a mortgage or anything without the consent of your husband. And and that's where a lot of the traditional views about, you know, respect, especially within the context of a marriage come from. It is from the same physically, emotionally, mentally, financially, spiritually abusive patriarchy that was set up so that women could not operate independently you know what I mean there is nothing inherently disrespectful about a woman maintaining her autonomy let me walk that statement back your autonomy comes first okay not some random yellow man's feelings all right your autonomy is first you feeling comfortable you being comfortable and you existing you know comfortably uh it comes first you know what I mean I I don't if you are listening to this and you you're thinking like you know well maybe my man is just concerned about me he's not he wants to control you because the respect this respect that he keeps talking about this the this proverbial respect that women are always violating is contingent on what other men think of him that's not respect baby girl that's control you need to leave him at best you need to fight him okay and I mean like with a skillet like don't just be throwing hands with this nigga I want you to get a cast iron skillet and practice because cast irons can be kind of heavy and I want you to knock him upside his head all right thank you um next uh I want you to leave because emotional abuse can take many forms 
And I mean, like, you know, telling you to change your clothes or telling you, well, you can't be friends with him or telling you, well, it's disrespectful when you talk to other men in public. And you know what I mean? And I I think that, you know, this is a much larger conversation to be had because it's not just like, you know, the 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 light skinned man get mad at his bad bitch at a concert and being like, oh, you need to cover up your mother or the man getting mad at a swim instructor for swimming with men and posting pictures in a bikini. Like this also looks like, you know, someone tries to hit on you and you just say, oh, um, oh, I'm sorry, I have a boyfriend. Like, why the fuck didn't you cuss him out? Why the fuck? You know what I mean? Though those those smaller, more controlling things like, you know, think, especially when it comes to things that are out of your control. Like, you know, I see a, a lot of and I this the other thing, y'all, I think a lot of the relationship content that we see on social media um really allows this type of behavior it has really started to normalize you know the type of behavior that is controlling like you know the skits that are like um where you know a man is having a hissy fit because you spoke to another man or a man is going through your phone or whatever the case is like that's controlling and it's emotionally abusive and that's unhealthy you know what i mean like um if you feel like somebody else's behavior is that much of a threat to your you know ideal ideological respect you need to go to therapy and you need to heal because that is absolutely ridiculous you know what I mean and yellow men have said more outrageous things on the internet um which is why I don't think we should ever let yellow men slide but you know saying like and I know like not to not using this specific situation, but like, you know, like I said, like if they are mad because you're having conversations with other people, like, you know, you at the grocery store and a man is like, oh, I think you're very beautiful. Oh, I have a boyfriend. Like, oh, well, why was you entertaining that nigga? Like she literally said she has a boyfriend or, you know, a friend from college is like, oh my God, I'm in town. I would love to go to lunch. Like, let's catch up. And you're like, oh, well, that's disrespectful. Like you shouldn't be eating meals with no man. What? what and this is why we need to stop engaging in these fucking gender wars because more often than not because most people engage in monogamous relationships you are going to have friend groups where there are more than one gender (gasps) oh my god it's a shock yeah we're fucking adults you work with men you attend social gatherings with men and it's the same on the reverse you work with women you go to school with women you attend social gatherings with women you might go to religious gatherings with women they're going to exist outside of your relationship and the mere fact that they are a woman or the mere fact that they are a man does not automatically present a threat to your relationship you know what I mean and I have also said this before like when we when we think of instances where people are like well you know my girl can't have no male friends my girl my guy can't have no woman friends because you know there's always some fuckery going around here The, the 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 problem there is not opposite sex friends and the problem is not you know that there have been feelings or there were feelings or whatever the case was the problem is that nobody in this situation has any boundaries you know what I mean if you are in a relationship and you are still like and you're still allowing you know 
anything inappropriate, that's on you for not having any boundaries. You know, they talking about some, oh, I could take you from your man. And you just like, LOL, like you don't have to speak like that. Or, oh, you know, if it wasn't for dude, we would be together. You would be mine. And you're just like, oh, LOL. Like he just joking. Like, no, you, you with people, like you have to set firm boundaries for yourself. You have to be like, if you continue to, you know, make inappropriate jokes or comments, I won't be able to continue to have a relationship with you you know what I mean it's as simple as that the villains here and I, I use villain as an all-encompassing term because people always get so mad at me like there's no villain there's no vi-. yeah the villain is the person without the boundaries you know the villain is the person that is allowing the the inappropriateness to continue without it being checked you know and the that that that's the villain and the villain is also the person that is violating those boundaries to continue that inappropriateness like if somebody tells you you got to stop you got to cut this out you need to cut it the fuck out especially like you know if it's making them uncomfortable if make if it's making them feel weird you know what I mean it's it's bad it's hard enough being out here being a woman and you know motherfuckers telling you you can't wear you can't you can't wear revealing clothes you can't act like a bad bitch you can't go to concerts and fawn over fucking usher you can't you can't do this because you're a mother you can't do this because you're a wife you can't do this because you're a girlfriend you can't do th- it's hard enough and then on top of that men are always like engaging in these fucking loaded friendships with you where they're like secretly um expecting something out of you and when you don't give it to them they're mad even though you don't know what the fuck it was you know this is all where boundaries come into place and I want to circle back to the initial part of the conversation because like when it comes to like the control and emotional abuse and you know that kind of manipulation it like I said usually manifests in things that are much smaller scale you know than a yo yellow boyfriend having a mental breakdown on Instagram and Twitter and then eventually deleting both (laughs) you know what I mean so it could be a much smaller scale like oh you can't talk to this person that you've been friends with for the last 10 years or you can't wear that outfit you can't you know uh go to this concert you can't behave in this way like you go to the club oh you you better not be dancing in no area with no other dudes like that's control and you know while I, I, I'm not in, I'm not the relationship expert and I'm definitely not saying how like you should engage in relationships in one way, but what I will a hundred percent stand on 10 toes down is that no, your partner should not be telling you what to do. Period. Like you, they, they should not be giving you rules. Like you're a child to, in order to be in this relationship with them. That's always something that I'm going to stand on. And this goes for both sides. Like if you are a cishet woman and you're in a relationship with a cishet man that nigga should not be telling you what you can and cannot do if you're a cishet man in a relationship with a cishet woman she should not be like forcing you to do anything like give me your phone or we ain't fucking with each other like that's control you know oh you need to block that bitch and she's your sister that's control you know what I'm saying oh well you know your mama just jealous of me that's control, you know, and the, 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 these instances are much smaller scale, like I said, but that's how emotional abuse shows up, you know, and then it escalates to, you know, I, I should expect this from you. You're stupid and you're dumb and you have never done anything I have ever told you to. And you're always making me look stupid. That's how it escalates. I don't want that for you. I don't want that for anybody. So 
there should never be an instance where people are just listing off things that you can and cannot do because you're in a relationship with them. Fuck them. All right. And they mama. All right. To look all right okay so yeah y'all the, the conversation about boundaries is a, it's a much larger one because like all in all you do have to have boundaries you know to engage in healthy relationships with people like everything is not allowable just like you know everything is not you know what is it unallowable or disallowable I don't know y'all what's the word I don't know, but y'all know what I'm trying to say. Like, if there are things you enjoy, you can enjoy them. You know, if they make you feel comfortable, they make you feel safe, they make you feel happy, enjoy them. The same way if they are things that make you feel uncomfortable, you don't want to participate in them, they make you feel weird when you do them, you can put your foot down and say no. And you should. And that's a boundary. I will not do that. I will not tolerate that. I will not accept this. You know what I mean? That is the boundary. And anything that's outside of that, like you can't do this and you can't do that and you can't see this and you can't see that, that's not a boundary. It's a rule and it's manipulative. All right. Now, if we want to talk about rules for niggas, all right, uh, let's talk about some rules we can implement for these raggedy ass men. Okay, uh, no more Nike tech suits to formal events. I need you to buy dress pants. All right. Um, I need you to stop uh, only following bitches that you would not even get a chance to breathe the same air as. Okay. She's got 5 million followers on her story. She just posted that she purchased a new G wagon and you have never seen that girl work a day in her life. She is out of your league. All right. Um, meanwhile, your girlfriend is the opposite color and in a tax bracket that is much more similar to yours. So I'm confused. It is because you're delusional. All right. If we're going to talk about some motherfucking rules, how about that? Only follow motherfuckers in your own goddamn tax bracket. Please. We talk about, oh, well, this is not respectable. It's also not respectable to be thirsty as hell and down bad in bitches' comments who would fucking have their security remove you from the sidewalk if you got too close to them, talking about some, damn, I would treat you right. What? You don't even treat yourself right. When was the last time you saw your primary care doctor? Yeah, because your family has a high blood pressure runs in your family and you have not gotten a blood pressure check since 2009. I would treat you right. You don't even treat yourself right. Okay. This is what I'm, look y'all, I'm getting mad. (laughs) Because that's like, there are so many, like I said, men often think that their respect and you know, that, that ideological respect that they want is contingent upon what others think of them. But what do you think of yourself? You know? Because like I have said on the podcast before, you are performing your masculinity to the benefit of other men. Masculinity that you developed from what? The white imperialist patriarchy. You motherfuckers ain't listening to me. You're not. (laughs) And the white imperialist patriarchy serves who? No one. Not even white people. (laughs) If we gonna keep it a honey. We gonna keep it a fucking stack in this motherfucker. It don't even really serve white people. So let's reframe these conversations. You know, there's no, oh, he wasn't wrong. She needs to respect him. That's no, 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 no. Respect in your relationship is supporting them emotionally, mentally, 
you know, having creating space for you both to feel like you can be your authentic selves and, you know, being in partnership with one another. Respect is not how the other person behaves or how the other person dresses or how the other person talks. That is control. Okay. Ain't no other, if you a motherfucking grown ass person, relationship or not, another grown ass person should not be telling you what you can and cannot do. Period. Okay, y'all. Let's lock in. Anyway, um, that's all I had to say. I, there wasn't really anything else on my mind. Like I said, um, uh, I don't want to know any more things and I don't want to learn any more things. So I, after this, I really have hit my limit on things that I want to know. So um, don't tell me any more things. Um, I'm going to continue to seek out things though, because I, uh, am still a little bit delusional and mostly nosy. So that is what fuels my quest, uh, for knowledge of new things. And not because I want to be legitimately, um, filled with knowledge just because I want to be nosy. But, um, anyway, I hope you guys have a great week. I hope you have a good weekend and a good work week or, you know, whatever your circumstance is. I hope it gets better. And if it's great, I hope it stays that way. Um, and until the next episode, y'all know what the fuck it is. All right. Y'all know what it is in this motherfucker. Stay what? Stay black. Peace out, y'all. <laughs>